because you can't like if you're fully identified with all of the thoughts that you have personally then it's hard for you to you have to create a separation from that at some point right otherwise it's like because that's still you right and you will keep suffering as long as you think that's still you right that's that's a big part of our suffering anyway so it's like combining that with like personal development essentially right self-realization like self-actualization personal development like you know building strength mind body soul Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. It is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast, where we talk about fear and how we overcome it and achieve our greatness. So today we have Colton Hall with us. And Colton's going to tell us all about himself and what he is up to. Take it away. Hey, thanks for having me, Charmaine. Glad to be here. So tell us about yourself, Colton. Like, what are you up to? Who are you? Who is Colton Hall? All right. We'll just try to give you the short story, I suppose. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a pharmacist by education uh, for most of my life, though, I was drinking heavily every day for like 18 years straight, um, turned into about 10 years of like really, really bad anxiety, like so bad. It, it was completely debilitating. I was on medications for a decade, you know, off and on, and I really couldn't even function without taking Valium twice a day there those last few years, especially. So, and it was really, just, I couldn't even function in public, like without it, like anxiety was so bad, you know, and like, and when I would socialize, it was like I would have to drink like I would have to have like six drinks or more just to take the edge off enough to where I felt like I could relax and interact with people around. So I mean, it, it got really bad. So I just about thirty-two, I just hit what I call my threshold of suffering, and I just couldn't take it anymore. Right? I'm working as a pharmacist for about seven plus years out of, after college at that point um, in retail, and I was just like, I was like, I'm just getting worse. Like all my patients are getting worse. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So. Um, a few weeks later, I had left. I knew I just, I just knew I needed to get out of the country. I don't know why. I just, I just needed to leave. <laughs> I ended up on an island in Thailand, and about a week into being like sober, and I met, I ran into another pharmacist who had healed himself using like breath work and you know supplements and just you know proper meditation and stuff like that. But the breath work is a big part of it. He was starting to share it. He was about seven years into his journey at the time. He was uh, bedridden, like, for 10 months, irritable bowel disease, like, bad, like, pharmaceuticals, no other options, bad, you know, so he also had to give up on that, and they wanted to cut out his colon, they were like, there's nothing else we can do for you, and he was like, no, it's, it like, can't be it, and like, he ended up, you know, going and healing himself, so then he was sharing the breath work, so it's so crazy how I meet this guy, right, small island in Thailand, sober for a week for the first time since I was 14, you know, and 
I ran, I, I ended up this shamanic like breathwork journey thing. I'm just like, how I even ended up there is just crazy, right? And this guy, Niraj, the renegade pharmacist, he's like, he starts talking with this group of people right when we get there. He's like, he's like, so, so I used to be a pharmacist and I was like, I mean, it's the first thing he says, and I'm just like, what? I'm like, what are you doing here? I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, what? Why are two pharmacists sitting here right now? It's very, very weird. You know, so anyway, that, you know, that journey just took me really deep into a meditative state. And I mean, I was in that state and I just like, it's just like, I just knew I could heal myself. Like I had to do it. I had to start over. You know, it's like, I don't know. I didn't know why or what I was getting myself into. And, uh, but yeah, sure enough, I gave it some time. And about, about a week later, I was still 100%. And I quit my job and just started over like completely, right? I just had to relearn everything, right? I went on the self-healing journey, which after the first couple of years really turned into like trying to figure out how I had transformed and healed myself so quickly so I could start helping others, you know? So it really went into like, then I found a lot of the wording, what was going on and how to actually change and transform within like transformational coaching specifically, like versus all other coaching, which is transactional. So you know, that's why I do that now. I kind of combine both of it to try to help people like just go really fast, you know, because it's like, it's just incredible. Like all the stories I heard on the journey as well and all the different people trying to help people heal naturally. And of course, eventually I started figuring out, it was just like, it's an all natural thing. It's getting the stress response turned off, getting the body into the healing state. You can do it in different ways. But the breath work is a huge thing. If you can't actually get that turned off, like your body doesn't heal and regenerate so and that's you know modern society and all the technology and stuff it's, you know every little thing is turning that on so you know it's we can turn it off if we just do some things to get it turned off and actually you know out of that fight or flight response you know so it's the stress and then there's just of course endless forms of toxicity that i help people address that a lot of them don't realize that are actually forms of toxicity right because all the fake food and all this crap so to me it really turned into though on the self-healing journey was like okay i'm all good now i'm doing all these and, and then i was like but i'm still suffering there's crazy shit going on in my head like like how, what is that like you know i heard all this stuff about like you know you are not your thoughts and stuff i'm like okay well it sure seems like i am because i'm like suffering like crazy here like how do i experience not being that right so i mean it was actually the first mentor i i hired like a really legitimate powerful one <clears throat> used to do a lot of like yoga and spirit meditation teacher and stuff like a 50 year old uh, aussie guy i'd met when i was in bali doing the the sauna ice bath rounds at this really cool spa on the river and uh yeah i mean there's just like this powerful conversation we have we had we, we recorded it our first session and i just kept going through it and taking notes and taking notes and a few days later like i started acting no longer identifying with my thoughts and i started just seeing them from more of the observer point of view and i was like just seeing this just in miles per hour, self-condemning, self-critical thinking, but it was no longer me. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, what is that? I was like, that's insane. Like, what is going on here? You know, so that was like really like liberating experience. That was about a year and a half into my journey. And then like for six weeks, I was just like full power, like more energy than I could have ever possibly imagined having just 24 seven. Because all of my energy was literally going into building those thinking patterns my entire life. Right. So, and leading up in that point, I was doing like three to four hours of different things every morning, like my morning team to just give myself in a better state of mind. So I could be oh. positive and happy and, you know, not lost in that thought, right. Like not, not lost in my head. So 
I mean, that's a lot all at once. So, I mean, that's the story, I guess. That's the story. That's great. And now are you still in Indonesia? No, no. So I've been back. Uh, I'm in Houston. I've been here for about three years now. Yeah, almost three years. We came back about, we came back August of 2020. Yeah. We were in oh, Thailand. Wow. Right, Thailand. Uh, right in the pandemic. My girlfriend and the COVID thing kicked off. She turned up pregnant like a few weeks later after COVID started. I was like, wow, this is getting really interesting. I was, yeah. like, I was like, my my sister lived in Houston for like uh, 10 years. So I was like, well, let's just go down to Texas. We'll, we'll be around my family. She was family. expecting her yes, second around the same time. Yeah. So I was like, so I ended up in Houston. I mean, Texas is good. It's really hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it hot. is. Other than that, it's great. <laughs> Probably one of the greatest states ever. Super hot. Yeah, it's crazy. Super crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on being a dad. You know, like I said, it's like they're super cute, but, uh, you know, right around this age, they're very spirited. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's two and a half. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's very magical. A little bit challenging at times, of course, but uh, really amazing. It's just, it's so cool watching him like develop, you know, the personality and consciousness the last year or so. That's insane. He's really sweet, really good dude. So, good. I'm proud good, of him good, already good. a lot. Very yeah, and you know, it's it's funny because um, when ours were young, um, they people would always say like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're like, it's rough now because we had three that were they had we had them pretty close in age, you know, they're like." really 17 months and then two two years apart so they're close in age so they like uh they were young at the same time <laughs> so it was very very hectic <laughs> so people would always be like oh yeah you guys think it's hard now like enjoy these moments like they seem like they're challenging and it seemed like they say the days are long when they're when they're young you know but then as they get older it's like the years are short so definitely, you know, enjoy every stage. Yeah, that is that was the advice we got. And I, I thought it was the best advice ever because I really saw how because we did that, you know, we we made sure that we spent time with them. And even now, it just made all the difference because now I don't have any like regrets about it, you know, like I'm not like, oh, I kind of wish I spent more time with them, you know, when they were little. I don't have that. So it's, 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 uh, it's a challenging time. I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure you, you know this, <laughs> but it's, it's yeah, a really it's good, good it's a really good time good. to be around them when they're that really little. Yeah. yeah. That's good advice. I think. Yeah. 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 Cool. So now you got to tell us, all right. So you, you found <clears throat> out this truth about yourself uh, through uh, method that helped you to overcome a major major obstacle in your life. Um, I'm curious though, how is it that you were able to overcome the fear of not drinking alcohol? Mm-hmm. Right? Like how did you do that? Because to be drinking for a long time and then to just like stop, usually that's not an easy thing to do to drink for a long time and then to just abruptly stop. How did you do that? I'm not sure if you heard the question. Something about the fear of like not drinking. Yes. So what I said was that I wonder how you overcame the fear of not drinking 
because having yeah. having alcohol um in your body and having dependence of your body on alcohol for so many years it's not um an easy thing to just stop so how did you right. how did you do that yeah i mean i think it was just part of the the journey i mean it was about a year like from the beginning to about a year into it where i finally stopped having like cravings like really actually wanting to drink still i see right? so it took like a year so like during that year like i would drink less and less and i would drink less each time right i, I would see. drink less often and less each time and uh, i was just like i mean i was just at the point where, like i said like i think a lot of people like if you suffer enough and you, you're just like that's it like you can't take it anymore like she's like i wasn't gonna give up <laughs> i was gonna right. figure out how to stop suffering like you know i was like I was just, I couldn't, like, there was no other question. I mean, I literally left my career, started living off what very little retirement account I had on at the time. Like, you know, it's like, so yeah, I just kept, I just kept pushing. I, like I said, I was doing these like three to four hours morning routines to get myself into a state where I like didn't want to go numb myself from the insanity that was going on in my mind. Like, you know, breath work, meditation, yoga, dancing, like just like all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not actually that long, right? Because the body actually regenerates. Like, every cell in your body is replaced in, like, two years, the majority of them. I think even every brain cell within, like, seven years or something like that. So it's like, your body is, like, you are completely different in two years. If you completely take out all the conditions that are adding to toxicity of your life, whether it's mentally or physically, I mean, in a couple of years' time, you'll be a completely different person, right? Because your entire body will regenerate. Of course, it's, not, it's pretty hard to avoid a lot of the toxicity because it's everywhere, right? right. <laughs> but, um, but there is a lot of things that we can control that we have no, most people have no idea that they actually have control of, right? So it's not really a fear thing with that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of fear, right? Like with all parts of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, the cravings, they just kind of stopped after, it was right about a year into it. Like, I remember it. I was like, man, it's been exactly a year. And this is the first day I felt like I, I don't have cravings to drink anymore. So in the grand scheme of things, that's not very long, actually, right? But right. in your lifetime, this, absolutely. Yeah, because of this, like, we, I mean, we've been, this all this instant, you know, gratification, convenience and stuff. Like, we want everything now. Like, it seems like forever when you're in it, right? So I think a lot of people just... You know, can't ever get anywhere because they can like go a couple of weeks or something. You know, it's like give up, right? It's like yeah, that's not enough. Right. Talking about a lifelong habit if or lasting change, change right? That's another thing I learned actually from a really good psychotherapist. I was like, he's like, no, it's it's not three months to change a habit. It takes a year to truly make change. It's like you can actually get it down to six months if you've been doing it a lot and you get really good at it. You can actually change some things in a six month period, but first, I mean, you have to get good at it which of course probably going to take a year or more to change some things about yourself again so. absolutely absolutely hey it's dr g and i just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode i'm so honored to have you here with me did you know that i can help you to get your own podcast started with my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show 
with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And then, so was there, um, so that is a huge accomplishment. Congratulations, by the way, because like I said, that's not an easy thing to do, right? Um, and then the other yeah, thing is, you. did you feel like, did you feel like you had a lot of fear when you, um, when you found out you're going to be a parent and then when you made the decision to come back to Houston? What about it? Did you feel like there was fear involved? Did you feel like there was fear involved when you found out you're going to be a parent? And then was there fear involved when you had to come back home to Houston? Yeah, I mean, there definitely had to be some. Um, At the same time, like all of the fear in the beginning, like there was a lot of that, like those first like time, because it was just like, I just was really scared that I wasn't ever actually going to be able to stop suffering like I was. Like I wasn't actually going to be able to free myself, you know, like, once I actually did, I started like enjoying the the challenges and being faced with bigger and bigger challenges. Cause I was because I'd already figured out at that point that it's like the bigger the challenge you face, the faster and the more you will grow. Yes. And it's like, and I had actually started without thinking about it, putting myself in situations that were extremely challenging, especially with the extremely difficult woman. That I have had a child with now that I'm about to get divorced with. I mean, we did everything we could to make it work, but like, I mean, if you knew all the details of that, you'd be like, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, I put myself in the, the most challenging situations. Same thing I did with the first mentor I hired. Same thing I did with her and trying to, I mean, I learned so much. Like, that's what actually propelled me to, well, one, do a retreat um, and actually learn the core teachings of the Buddha and actually go deep enough into a meditative state to truly like pretty much be at that like close to enlightenment state you can like call it samadhi or whatever where like i there's literally nobody at home like it's just it's just insane being there but then it was like the psychotherapy and really digging into my own subconscious like all the unconscious shit like i got from my parents like we all get all kinds of shit right and like actually exposing that that helped me see that like this idea that there was something wrong with me right and then that my dad was just this like perfect guy I was like, holy shit, that's all completely opposite. Like, uh, that's not true at all. There's actually nothing wrong with me. He's the one suffering. And holy shit, like, that's a complete mind fuck starting to see that clearly. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's crazy. So it's like, I mean, it's like I I started loving the insights, right? It's just like, because the more I became aware of, the more I could start freeing myself from. It's just it's just so liberating, right? So it's and like the challenges. I just love it. It's like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen next? You know, it's like just recently I quit the job. Uh, I was doing some compounding pharmacy stuff because I'm, you know, still getting the coaching practice going. So I got to pay the bills. You know, I got a family, all this stuff. Sure, absolutely. Right? Um, yeah. So it's like, and I left that job because I was going to start running this pharmacy for it's a hospice like pharmacy because it's like awesome lady called me. We get connected with. And she's like speaking my language, systems, processes, all this stuff. Like yes. she's even cussing like 
you know, and stuff. He's talking like me, you know, dropping up bombs. And I'm like, I'm like, who are you? Because I've never in my life talked with anybody related to pharmacy in any way that thinks or talks like anywhere close to you or me. <laughs> so how is this happening? And she's like, right. well, just, you know, like, that's just how it happens, right? Syn you, things happen very synchronistically when you are like actually living in alignment with your conscience and your, with your intuition and following that. But the DEA comes in and shuts the pharmacy down. It's the 14th independent pharmacy they've shut down in the last year in Houston alone. And this is just a week after like I take this job to, to take over oh, her pharmacy. Okay. She started yeah. five years previously simply because her granddad couldn't like get medications and ended up dying like very not well and oh, much more okay. quickly than he needed to. She was just pissed off. She was like, well, I'm going to just freaking start a hospice pharmacy and we're going to fix this real quick, you know? So anyway, she'll, she'll get back up and running. She still wants me to come on and, uh, and take it over and run it for um, hopefully in a few months when she can um, start turning a profit again. That's a very complicated thing, expensive. Yes, thing she's going indeed. Through, you know, but so in the meantime, I'm kind of in between jobs and it's like, when this is all going down, it's like, I'm like, this is like, this is a crazy ass movie, you know, like, cause it was, it was literally the day after that uh, the, the new owner of the pharmacy I was leaving, like had hired two other pharmacists just to replace me because it's like, I mean, I don't even know what he ended up doing, but I was doing a lot. Like, and it's not easy stuff. It's complicated. Right. But I was like, she she wants me to start like in two weeks. Like, I can't give you more. And he doesn't, he was letting this place fall apart. Tons of potential. I would have stayed there, but he didn't want to let, let me do anything. Anyway, details don't matter. So it's right. like, it's literally right. the day after. Like, it's no, now there's no way I can stay at my job anymore because these other people have now quit their jobs and they're coming. Right. They're, they're headed there. So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm, and, and I know something's up because I've been pretty close contact with her, and it was the first time that I had heard from her in a whole day. And so, yeah, and, and sure enough, like, she's like, so I got to talk to you, like, in a couple hours, I'll call you as soon as I can. She's like, she got, she and and, she, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah, that's that. I, I had a feeling something like this was going on, you know. Oh so I was like, I'm like, yeah, and I know, I know, I'm like, I know, I don't have a job like right now. And at the same time, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I'm like. And I'm like, bring it on. Like, wow, where is this going to take me? You know, like, this is so interesting. You know, and the old me would have just been like, oh, my fucking God, like, scary. Well, yeah, panic because, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, popping, yeah, extra volumes, fucking drinking a bottle of scotch or a couple bottles of wine or something. I mean, I would have just been numbing the fuck out of myself until I somehow, you know, had a paying job again or something. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, this is great. You know, this is so cool. You know, and there's some other things that happened during that time, too. Like me and my wife had a falling out. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I want to share details of that. It's very unfortunate, you know. She threw my, she threw my phone at my head like while I was holding my son, and I'm like, that's fucked up. You know, I mean, we're good, like, but like <laughs> this was actually the next night, <laughs> and even before that, we were having a good dinner. We were like in agreement, like that's it, it's finalized. We're gonna get a divorce. Obviously, some things I said that wasn't happy with her. That's why I said them triggered her massively. I mean, this is in public and everything. So it's crazy. And then the next night, the power was no longer on the condos because they were moving the transformers up higher. Oh, I see. So they were okay, flooded okay. again. And that ended up, ended up being 48 hours of no power at my condo. It was only supposed to be 24. I was like, this is all in one week. <laughs> right? And this wow. is just, you know, just a few weeks ago. This is just a few weeks ago. Like, I'm still in, I'm still like in the middle of this. Right. So it's it's really interesting. I just moved into a new place just a few days ago here. So I'm just getting settled in right next to my son's preschool and all that. 
And it's just like, I just love it. Like, this is so crazy. That's so interesting. Uh, I'm just loving the challenges. I got two things uh, I'm probably going to start doing. Got to decide tomorrow on which job I want to take. And uh, that'll give me something to do in the meantime. And until she wants, until she's able to bring me back on at this hospice pharmacy, which is great because I like, it's right. for me. That's what she wants to do anyway. I mean, from a pharmaceutical standpoint, I don't really see much use for pharmaceuticals other than like in a situation like that, where obviously people are not going to go on the freaking self-healing journey and, you know, heal themselves. No, you when you can't do anything at that point. Dying. Yeah, it's like a terminal, yeah, terminal situation. Way too late. So. I mean, they're yeah. literally actively dying when, when they're, or they're going to be actively dying anytime. Like there is the end. <laughs> and should not suffer, right. should not be suffering. Right. I mean, I, I'm all I'm all about like helping people in that situation, like helping you know them you know be comfortable, you know die pleasantly, you know not not be a traumatic thing, like whatever, like and do it and like the whole idea is to do it in a really timely fashion when emergencies come up, make it happen. Like even if I have to drive there in the middle of the night to make it happen, like right. whatever, like at least that gives some purpose to being a pharmacist. Otherwise, I don't really see much one of one because I mean, in my perspective now, I mean, outside of emergency, you know, acute situations, right, life saving life-threatening situations there's just no use for for western medicine I mean, it's just you're talking about numbing symptoms and allowing whatever's actually going on to keep getting worse like come on. it's like it's not designed to help anybody like let's be honest and the preventative stuff we don't even want to get into or we'll get completely shut down this information won't get anywhere but i'll just say that that's very disturbing um what's going on with that if you sure. know what i mean yeah yeah sure <laughs> Wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. That's that is uh that's a lot that you have on your plate there. There's no question. Yeah. And then uh, it's it's fascinating to me how you are, how much you have grown. I guess because I mean when you described uh, Colton from you know before and now and how you deal with so many fires being <laughs> shot at you, and you're yeah. still kind of like okay, you know, bring it. Like this is you know that's just a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really so crazy. Uh, it's hard to even like, it's hard to wrap my head around that I used to be like, like that. You know, I mean, it is crazy. It really is. It's, it's so crazy. I just, I really want to help other people do that. Like, it's not just me. I see how anybody can do that. Like, anybody can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, but you, uh, you realize that you were in a situation where you were willing to change, right? So that's yeah. the thing, right? So you were you were on a mission to change. Like this is like that made you extremely receptive to that, right? Yeah. Sure. So it, it's it's like it's like how do you find the people who are willing to change and yeah. actually want to do the I think work? I think they're everywhere. I mean, I mean if if I mean, if the information wasn't so highly censored in the first place, I would be able to reach more more easily. I mean, when the whole COVID thing happened, I started getting banned so quickly just trying to share truthful information to remove people, fear okay. from people. Like, just like, come on, like, just, you do not need to be living in fear right now. Please stop. Like, this is factual information I'm trying to share with you about, you know, whatever it is. Right. Just complete, like, banning, 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 and now I can. I can still tell, like, whenever I share powerful messages and stuff like this, like, there's still, like, I can see how it's, like, it's not reaching anybody, right? Only, like... I see. And you're, and you're referring problem. through, like, social media. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, like, all, all, all platforms, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the information, yeah, I... people don't realize how, how highly controlled the information. That's 
very disturbing thing. And that's why a lot of people don't realize there's there's something to question because the information isn't available unless you look for it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would hear you on that one for sure. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to tell us, um, like, what are you, so you're in between projects, right? So you're probably going to get started with something new here. Um, are you promoting your, your practice of hospice pharmacy or how are you reaching out to people or how are, what is, what is it that you are promoting? Well, so coaching is really the main focus for me. It's a yeah. it's either group or one on one. It's essentially using whatever tools that uh, are the best and that I can help customize, like a program for each person, right? Whether because a lot of people will come to me with like maybe a mental aspect, where obviously we're gonna definitely use the breath work if you have anxiety, because that I mean I can get off medication very quickly, and that's a huge part if anybody wants to heal from anything, even not mentally but chronically. Again to get the body the stress the sympathetic nervous system you have to get the stress response turned off so i mean essentially what i do is coaching it's group or one-on-one i mean i help literally customize a program that people can actually do based on the amount of time and effort they want to put into it so they can get as far as they can as quickly as possible whether it's healing removing themselves from the suffering of the human condition right identification with thought right it's kind of like a spiritual thing with also the deep transformational coaching thing which is the paradigm you got to expose your beliefs your deep-seated paradigms that are causing you to continue to create the situations you create in your life or you know live and operate through those paradigms most of us just live through these paradigms we don't even aware of the paradigms which are all kinds of beliefs right all of it anybody can become aware of any of it and start questioning it and be like you know actually i don't agree with that that is not the way i want to live let's choose something new something different this makes more sense to me this is how i want to operate all right, how do I go about actually doing that and getting there, right? So, I mean, that's essentially what it is, right? It's like, it's the best of like transactional coaching of using all the tools, right? Because I've tried everything. So I know what works the best, right? So, you know, I just tell people like, give them the best options, find out what's best for them, you know, because it's ultimately all you just like, we are a result, our identity, who we are is a result of our habits. So you have to start changing habits, you have to start changing habits of thinking, not just habits that you think of as like, things you do right how you right. think as well so it's essentially combining the spiritual awakening with all of that right because you can't like if you're fully identified with all of the thoughts that you have personally then it's hard for you to you have to create a separation from that at some point right otherwise it's like because that's still you right and you will keep suffering as long as you think that's still you right that's that's a big part of our suffering anyway so it's like combining that with like personal development essentially right self-realization like self-actualization personal development like you know building strength mind body soul so i mean that's what i do anyway like that's that's what i'll always be doing the rest of my life like i already know that <laughs> like Fair. no matter what right? but in the meantime you can yeah i just started sharing this publicly like a few months ago right i was very much uh i mean having the kid like i i had to spend a lot more time on all of that than i would have ever expected because of the woman i had a kid with so, I mean, it's like I just somewhat step into that motherly role a lot of those early couple years as well. So um, I'm just now having enough free time now that we're actually splitting time to uh, to be able to do it again or finally. Nice. So it's like just the last few months we're getting it going. You know, so I'm going to start building some groups with it. But of course, I mean, that's just absolutely all I will be doing at some point. That way I can really commit 
to everybody to right. really helping people so the pharmacist thing is just something i also need to do from this new perspective like sober conscious right. like i have to see if like i can somehow be the light in such a dark industry and actually like find purpose in that and be an example for others right and show like others that it doesn't need to be accepted like it has been right there's much more information there's much more about like healing being healthy like we are extremely powerful and we are led to believe we are so weak and flawed and it's just not like that right and a lot of what western medicine is built off of course because it's all funded by pharma education everything you name it is essentially using chemicals to suppress symptoms like it doesn't actually make sense right so sure we can save lives but then we can just allow people to get worse by adding more toxicity that also just happens to suppress a symptom, which allows the person to get worse. Like it just doesn't make sense. Right. So anyway, that's where I'm at. That's a good mission. Got to do the things. Got to, I went back through everything too. Like, I mean, I even served tables for a year when I got back because I wanted to see what that was. Got my degree in pharmacy for many years. So it's going through all of it again. I just feel like I had to relive it all and just go on the journey. And then of course, next, Beyond that is just full on, just full time coaching and really helping as many people as possible. You know, I'm sure I'll do a lot of traveling and trying to, you know, hold events and, and all kinds of things. But, you know, first things first, right? Yes, yes. And then, so how would people get in contact with you if they're interested in coaching with you? Sure. I, yeah, you can, anybody can message me through any of my social media accounts, um, truth underscore prescribed on Instagram, TikTok. Um, Facebook is just Colton Hall. You should be able to find me there. Um, YouTube is Truth Prescribed. I'm not sure if there's an underscore. You know, um, I'm sure if I'll get on more platforms or not. Also, go to truthprescribed.com. Just sign up for my email list. Um, I did put together a website there. No, there's not really much use in a website, though. Um, so I don't usually send people there because there's not much I can do there. I mean, really, I just need to talk to you. Like, just, sure, absolutely. just message yeah. me. You know, just yeah. message me on any of them and we'll get together make things happen i don't like to waste time i like to get straight through it and get to work because it's all about the work you got to do work you're not going to do any good talking about shit yeah yeah it's true awesome so, yeah. yeah no that's good and then so we're at the part of the show where we do a fill in a blank is our tradition here on this podcast okay. um the first one is if i am fearless i will accomplish anything i could ever possibly want to because of limitations other than my beliefs Okay. All right. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Uh, endlessly pursuing freedom of mind, body, like sovereignty, true sovereignty with no limitations, without anything. Nothing can ever stand in your way. Awesome. 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 And then the last one is my battle cry is. You cut out. I didn't hear anything. The last one is my battle cry is. My battle cry? Yeah. The same. Huh. I don't have anything. <laughs> it's like what's something you would say to get yourself pumped up, right? It can be anything. I've had lots of different responses to that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's similar. It's just like. I am extremely powerful. The only thing that limits me are my beliefs. I am open to questioning them and anything. I will no longer accept weakness 
or the idea of being divided or some sort of like separate thing, right? Because everything is connected. We are all one. Awesome. Awesome. See, I'm sure you never thought about that before, huh? <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking like there's some sort of like word or like, you know, few words that like maybe I, I would say to myself, you know, like, oh, fuck yeah, or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it's individual, right? So it's like I've had people say one word. I've had people say a paragraph. I've had people make a sound. I mean, it's it's very individual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, it's fun. That's that's still good. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I thank you so much um, for your time. Um, just let everybody know again how they can reach you, right? So you mentioned okay, sure, yeah. the socials. Yeah, at, yeah, at truth underscore prescribe i'm just like on ig tiktok i think i think youtube is just without the underscore or colton hall on facebook okay call me there truthprescribe.com my email list i'll start getting that going probably towards the end of the year here good 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 awesome all right well i thank you for coming on and we appreciate you and thank you for all the pearls um and sharing your story we really appreciate that sure yeah happy to do it thanks for having me charmaine it's great to meet you